Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. From the Scarrow Municipal Happy Hover Baths, we present a wheezing, groaning sound, which we believe to be the only Doctor Who podcast in existence. My name is John Rain, and joining me to ask Carrie where the fuck that toast is are <laughs> Imperial Paul Litchfield and the Supreme Tom Neenan. So hello! Hello! So get, hello. Re- get ready to be schooled. Well, yes, mm-hmm. yes. As we begin your exterminate extra care. Wait, hang on a sec. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'll start again. Okay. So get ready to be schooled as we begin your exterminate extra cal education <laughs> and prepare for panic on the streets of Shoreditch <laughs> in remembrance of the Daleks. We've arrived. I'll, I'll be brief. Remembers the Daleks. Wednesday, the 5th of October, 1988. Mm. There you go. At the later time of 7.35. Oh, 7.35 wow. and a Wednesday. That is bad, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, that's <laughs> bad. That's yeah. bad. Um, yeah. So on BBC One at 9.15, Wildflowers, part three, Roses. Oh. <laughs> it was going to come round eventually. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Jordan explores how roses have been exploited for generations. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the last shot is of him stamping on one. And that's the end of that! <laughs> end, end, end credits to silence. <laughs> At 2.35 on BBC One, you've got I've Got a Secret, a game show with Tom O'Connor. Oh, I remember mm. that. Tom O'Connor hosts an exciting quiz in which a celebrity panel attempts to, the, uh, attempts to uncover the secrets of five people. Ooh. Uh, I do remember that. You imagine that. Ah, you're yeah. a sex worker. No, I'm not. For the last time. <laughs> um, were you involved in then... covering up a murder? Yes, we yeah. were. Yes, yes, we all were. All, all, all five of us. <laughs> <laughs> are you all with the IRA? Yes, we are. Okay, well, that's the end of that episode. Um, and then there was a bit of gaff, blah, blah, blah. Doctor Who at no, uh, 7.35. Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, a little bit later on, you had um, a show called Revelations documentary about the state of West Virginia. State trooper Larry Smith checks the bullets in his gun and blames Dr. Spock for the rising crime. What? What? (laughs) Listen, A, A, Mr. fucking state trooper Larry Smith, it is not Dr. Spock. It is Mr. Spock. Mm -hmm. Unless Dr. Spock. Spock. Unless Dr. Spock has turned into a criminal. And why is he uh, blaming yeah. Dr. Spock for the rising crime? Just oh, well, there was a, a Dr. Spock who was a, a paediatrician. That's right. He wrote a, ba- a book about babies. 
Well, why is it? Well, why is this <laughs> being blamed for the rising crime? No maybe, idea. Maybe there was a spate of babies robbing banks in the late eighties. Yeah. I don't know. Oh I think they're called God. pram raiders. Hey! Hey! Well, as Harry Hill once said, a baby could rob a bank. It could disappear for six months, and then it would change its appearance. And, and then, <laughs> <laughs> and of course, they got no fingerprints at that stage. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if that's scientific fact, by the way. <laughs> but please don't check. Don't um, now on BBC Two on that day, um, if you weren't watching Doctor Who, you'd be watching Open to Question. Guests are invited to be open to question, (laughs) facing interrogation by young people all over Britain. Oh, Oh, hello. Excuse me, Margaret Thatcher, why are you such a shit? I was going to say, is that the one (laughs) Thatcher was on? Oh, I imagine. And got quizzed by that that kid. Who was the... um... Who were the bands who got called called shit on one of those call-ins? Oh, as well? when it was Five Star and Matt Bianco. <laughs> oh, Matt, yeah, Five Matt, Star. Oh. Matt Bianco got called a wanker, didn't That's he? That's right. <laughs> Five Star, someone rang up and said, Why are you so shit? <laughs> on, on Saturday Superstar. Yeah. <laughs> Saturday Superstar. Why are you such a wanker? <laughs> and Five Star. Sarah, Green, Sarah Green's yeah. looking in the camera going, To be honest, he is right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that. Um, and then. Uh, Yes, yeah, so and then um, so that was at ten past seven. Um, uh, young people in, interrogating politicians, which I'm all for. And then yeah. at seven forty-five was the Labour conference sum up with Robin Day. Mm. Oh. Ooh. fantastic! And then later on at one fifty a.m. was the Newsnight special live from Nebraska with the <laughs> vice with the vice presidential debate live. Ah, oh, it must have been in a US election, because that's the, it that was. the second mention yeah. of Nebraska, this. Yeah, so you have the yeah. Labour going on, your Labour conference going on, and also the uh, election, and it's Senator Dan Quayle explains his views <laughs> oh to the American God. people. Wow. Oh, dear. Deary, that's exciting. And how similar to, we, uh, we obviously record this in a in the wake, of, or in the run-up to a US election as well. Oh. Yes, yes, mm. and also we're recording this 50, in 15 minutes' time, I believe, our um, Pillsbury Doughboy of a leader, <laughs> Boris Good for Britain, Johnson. Mm-hmm. He's going to tell us all we're going into the second big lockdown, I believe. Yes. Is that right? Yeah. That's Is that what's right. going to happen in 15 minutes' so. time? We think so. Oh, think thank so. God we're doing Doctor Who. Mm. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, that, so... that was what was on on BBC One and BBC Two. Oh. Wow. Well. So D- Dukakis was, uh, was still still in with a chance when uh, this went out first time round. Mm. Yeah, but Quail got the better of him. <laughs> Quail. So, mm. we begin this episode in 1963, mm. and we know it's 1963 because we hear political speeches from space. So we hear John F. Kennedy's, we all breathe the same air, <laughs> and Martin Luther King's, I have a dream speech. Mm. Um, and we begin with no materialisation, Paul. I know, oh. I know. But we do have them ripping off Star Wars with a massive ship approaching. Yes. Which is, in a cold open. How exciting cold is that for Doctor Who? Yeah, mm. cold opener. Whoa. And it it never really heats up. (laughs) Let's be honest. It gets colder and colder. I think I'm going to be the one who uh, who is defending this this story. Oh, okay. Okay, that's nothing wrong with that. We'll Mm. see. Um, But the Doctor and Ace step out from an alleyway. She on her shoulder has got a ghetto blaster that's playing out some random music. Yeah, ghetto blaster. And he says, "You shouldn't bring your ghetto blaster here." Mm. And and she says he says that you know that you'll you'll stick out and then he mm-hmm. she says it's not my fault this decade's got no street cred sounding like Ugh. the uncoolest person <laughs> it's not my fault they're not all whizzer yeah. they're not all absolutely <laughs> topping 
Crikey, docs and yikes. <laughs> <laughs> they really still haven't got a handle on how to write youth, have they? No, they, they haven't. No. do it no. with Ace. <laughs> and I'll mention this now because I've got to get it off my chest. Oh, Ace is supposed. Well, Ace has got the leather jacket on, but full of blue pitter badges and sw- mm. swimming swimming certificate, you know, badges and stuff. Mm. <laughs> and she's supposed to be like, you know, cool and youth. There's a bit where she's in. She's in the like the sort of B and B, or is it the cafe where she takes her leather jacket off she's got this big band swing t-shirt on <laughs> it's actually yeah. got sheet music running across it and saxophones and flutes and you're like oh my that's God. actually what? an advert for melvin and maureen's musicogram <laughs> <laughs> it's just how can you get one character so spectacularly wrong they do yeah. all the way through this i'm afraid I, I i was 11 when this episode was on and i watched it mm. yeah and uh I, obviously for many reasons it was memorable Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember thinking that Sylvester McCoy was my favourite Doctor. Yeah, and that Ace was super cool and attractive. Yeah, that I think it's because um, he's your Doctor because you were at that age where you're just soaking it all up and you, yeah, probably, you know, so he, yeah. he arrived at your time. Yeah. Um, Davidson and Baker arrived at my time, which is why mm. I just always love them. It's you know, well, mm. Davidson was my Doctor really because that was my first time watching Who was when right. he started as the Doctor. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't watch the. I, I've, I've told this before, so I'm repeating myself. But I switched off for the Baker era, which I hate myself for now because it's great. Mm. And then I came back in for this and really liked it. And um, <laughs> watching it back now, it's not good. Well, especially as the first five minutes of this episode basically is a man wandering around a school unattended mm. <laughs> <laughs> with with a question mark umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, well, it doesn't. The optics are not ideal. No, they're not. Shall we call the police about that strange man running around the yard? (laughs) (laughs) It was the 60s. They all did it. Um, That bit when he says, um, doesn't talk to strangers, very wise. It's Mm. like, "Mm, doesn't get in Mm. my van, very wise. Well, talking of vans, the first thing they... Charlie says... (laughs) (laughs) Seltzer's of Mr. McCoy. (laughs) (laughs) Sill says... (laughs) (laughs) Imagine Sill as a Green Cross code man just squirming his way across the road for kids. Click every I want to see him squirming across the road and get run over by a van. I'd like to see him in a Sinclair C5. And a huge articulated lorry drives into yeah. the slow motion. Or, or one of those old roller skates that you have to strap your foot in. <laughs> or he, he's on a wheelchair and some local user put fireworks on it. <laughs> oh, and, to, and, and to add insult to injuries, going down cobbles. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Christmas, VT. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake, we still isn't even in this. We can't keep going on about Syl. I'd rather talk about Syl. <laughs> oh, I would, but he's not in yes. this. We have no. to talk about oh. the van with the big aerials at the doctor's. Oh, yeah, the fascinating oh, van. Yeah. God. Oh, boy. Oh, and then, it's, uh, like a, it's, like, it's like a TV license machine that's so obvious. Everyone's like, switch off the tellies because they're here again. Yeah. 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 It's so blatant. Um, but he is intrigued by the van and even gets on top of it. And Ace says she's hungry, so he, he thinks it's adorable. Ah, oh, you're hungry. Yeah. And then he tells her to go to a cafe and then gives her a, a bag of mummy. 
a velvet bag of gold doubloons or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so she goes into the cafe from 1963 with the ghetto blaster. I mean, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, um, people going, what the hell's that? Yeah, and then um, she turns up and she says, she says, excuse me, excuse me. And then we meet Captain Smith. No, is he Captain Smith? He's, his name's Mike. Yeah, is he Mike Smith? Mike, yeah, Mike Smith. Smith. Mike he was Mike married, Smith. To, married to Sarah Green. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's in a helicopter. Yeah. He crashes it at the back of the cafe. <laughs> <laughs> he comes over and he says, he comes over and says, no, nah, that's not the way you do it. Oi, Harry, customer. And he comes out and he goes, oh, sorry, oh, I was out the back wanking. <laughs> <laughs> I was out the back planning the bank raid. <laughs> planning the great trade robbery I was. Uh, and uh, she has money uh, and then... Um, and she orders like 12 bacon sandwiches or something. Really. Like right. way too yeah, much food. But a round of food for a rugby team. Yeah. <laughs> but I found myself distracted because did you hear what music was playing in the cafe? Oh no, no. What was it? It was the Beatles. Uh, well, it would be. How the fuck did that get in? I mean, you I, think the BBC would replace that because that would cost them a fortune. Well, so I'm not. This is interesting. I need. I'm not sure because I know it's replaced. Certain tracks are replaced in certain iterations of Remembrance hmm. of the Daleks. Oh. Um, but I can't remember which ones are which. And maybe Britbox can buy it off the BBC. That's what I watched oh, it on anyway. Maybe. So I, yeah, don't, I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think in certain ones they're all they're all swapped around a bit, like with um, the DJ in Re- uh, Revelation of the Daleks. There's different mm. music there as well. Mm. Mm. Um, so meanwhile, the Doctor has gone in the van. Well, he looks in the, he looks at the van and then he goes into the school and mm. sniffs the ground. Yes, all yeah. perfectly normal. <laughs> yeah. Perfectly normal behaviour for a man wandering around then in a school unattended. We see a little girl looking at him and she says. Five, six, seven, eight. Uh, it's a doctor at the gate. And then I wanted mm. us to go, <laughs> milk, milk, lemonade, <laughs> round the corner, chocolates made. <laughs> seven, <laughs> eight, nine, ten. I hope he doesn't turn into Colin again. <laughs> <laughs> also, she has got that awful, they give her that bing, ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Ding, yeah. Little creepy girl music. Well, this is Kef, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, mm? this mm. is Kef. Kef. Yeah. Also, Kef. and then she says, five uh, milk, milk, lemonade." <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Here comes Michael Cray. <laughs> <laughs> so the doctor goes back out of the school and decides. And then she goes, "We've got some half price TVs ever gonna do." God, she's good. She's good. This one. Yeah. Push, 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 push. No <laughs> Off she goes. Off she goes. <laughs> Round of applause for her. Yeah. Uh, she might be important later. I'm not saying anything. Yeah. Uh, but the doctor, meanwhile, decides with that van, the best thing to do yeah. is just get in it. Yes. So he yeah. gets in and starts talking about magnetic fluctuations, and then we meet <laughs> Professor Rachel Jensen. Mm. Very nice. Yeah, who is in um, uh, Never Say Never Again as Money Penny? Yes, oh, really? that's yes. right. Yeah, because uh, she's also Toos in uh, Death of the Daleks, isn't she? Oh, is she? Toos, Toos, Toos. I will kill Commander Toos. Toos. Oh. Yes. So, meanwhile, Sergeant Mike Smith. He's <laughs> <laughs> crashed his helicopter. He's crashed his helicopter again. <laughs> again. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, he does. <laughs> He's, a, he's, he's actually he's dead. We shouldn't he, he, do this. He's no, actually no. He, he's actually crashed it in full of no lemons and given yeah. no lemons the idea, the idea, the idea for doing gotchas. Oh god! Uh, but he's, he's telling yeah. he's, he's telling Ace died. all about old money, right? And then they all get in a van. Yeah, get in a van. And we meet Group <laughs> Captain Gilmore, played by Simon Williams. Yeah, who is the ultimate gentleman. Very and, nice. Um, you do immediately think this is unit, didn't you? Because I did. Yes. Oh, yes. this must be unit, but mm. it's not, is it? It's not unit. Are they trying to suggest that this is like the early rumblings of unit? Possibly, yeah. Because this, as I messaged you both at the time, I was watching mm. this because I hadn't watched it for a long time, mm. and I, I picked up lots of Easter eggs and references in this. And I said to you both, "Is this the twenty-fifth anniversary?" And and you said it was. Yeah. yeah. So I'm wondering if this is them saying, "Oh, well, this is how Unit sort of began," because then they're finding out about mm. alien life. Yeah, it's quite fun, so isn't on. it? Yeah. Because yeah. if you think about it, in the timeline, Unit's only what eight or nine years away. Yes. Yeah. And so he's he's perfectly cast. He's perfectly cast, isn't he? If you're going to yeah. have anyone, yes, no, he is. definitely have him. He's perfect. But they find there's a dead soldier under a blanket. Yep. Yeah, and he's got no evidence of tissue damage, but his insides are all scrambled. And the only way the doctor can discover that is because he basically feels up a corpse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got the key to Broadmoor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he says it's a death ray. Massive yes. internal displacement. Oh. And, uh. and then Gilmore says, "Unbelievable." And then that's when uh, Sylvester says, "Ugh." What a predictable response. Yeah. Yeah, he's yes. very down on humans, isn't he, at this oh, part? He's a he fucking is. maniac in this. I have to say that from the <laughs> off. He's properly lost it. <laughs> he when is. he calls him Brigadier as well. He goes, this he is does Brigadier. Call him Brigadier, yeah. Mm. Um, but all the way through this, he's sort of he's got all these machinations and secret plans that he's keeping from everybody. And as we find out at the end, he's a fucking maniac. <laughs> um, but the doctor reckons whoever fired that weapon is trapped inside the building, and he asks if more soldiers are coming. And thankfully, mm. they are. Yes. Uh, and then he warns the, he warns Gilmore with caution, but Gilmore says that his men are the best. There you go. And I'm then, convinced. Yeah. And before you know it, the, a ray fires out and kills a, a soldier, and we see his X-ray. Yeah. Inside yes. X-ray, soldier death. Mm. Yeah. And that lovely. Yeah, laser sound. <laughs> and I, and the, I, the soldier next to him is like, "Oh, not only is he dead, we've just found out that he had a, a fractured pelvis." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's where he had that compass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's where my gerbil went. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so the doctor again is saying, "Pull your men back. There's something in there. I think." That's very mm, dangerous. Yes. And they won't listen. And then he's like, humans. Well he, well, he actually says, bullets. Bullets and grenades won't stop them. Mm. And you think, well, actually, um, not so long ago, a hat did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it does again later, by the and way. And it does again yes. later, so that's yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah, You could basically just throw bo- yarns of wool at them and probably yeah. kill them. But the doctor, tells them, them. A, the doctor tells them it's a Dalek. It's a Dalek. Yeah. Dalek. And um, there's a big explosion because they is. fire they fire a rocket launcher into the house. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. And Ace turns up and is like, "Whoa, brilliant, Prof. Ace wow. style, yeah. <laughs> Doctor, huh. Prof. That was rather cool." Yeah, and she, <laughs> she comes in on a BMX and does a wheelie. <laughs> yeah. And she's got playing cards in the spokes. So they go. <laughs> <laughs> 
and and she does some mad skills. She comes in on oh, a, yeah. She comes in on a space opera. There's <laughs> <laughs> some really rare pogs in that bag. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Doctor Prof, check out my boglin. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the Dalek, the Dalek just emerges from the rubble unharmed. Prof, ho, ho my Teddy Ruxpin. I'm having a can of Quattro. <laughs> <laughs> Doc, hold my systematic children abuse that's going on under, under the surface of the BBC. I want to do a wheelie. Um, uh, so the doctor then turns in a nice little moment, I think, when he says to Ace, have you got any of that Nitro 9 you said you weren't carrying? You said you weren't carrying. Yes. Yeah, I've wrote down, there's mm. some lovely snappy little bits of dialogue between him, him and Ace. There's a lovely bit when they're in the van where they're swapping seats. Yeah. Yes. And the, Ace has to drive for a bit and he, and he just says, choke! And she goes, no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're involved in some horrible S&M sex oh, game. <laughs> I don't want to think about that. Um, so the doctor st- straps the awkwardly straps the Nitro 9 to the Dalek yes. and runs off. And then this is the unfortunate thing about McCoy's Doctor is that this is the second, like Curse of Fenric and this, the two ones I've watched recently, and both of them involve the Doctor doing like an action-style jump as there's a Dive. big explosion. Yeah. And it just feels really incongruous with this Doctor. I know what you mean. There's that bit in uh, The Greatest Show in the Galaxy where there's an explosion yes. behind him and he doesn't even look. Doesn't even flinch or oh, look. Yeah. Lovely. That's quite good, though. That's cool. Yeah, I like That's that. like Pierce Brosnan's first James Bond. Yes. He's being shot at and he doesn't even be bothered to look around. Yeah. <laughs> I'd quite like to do Greatest Show in the Galaxy. I like that one. Who knows? Maybe in the future we could uh, Maybe we should do it now. Should we do it now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I've got to do some homework really quick. Um, so it's, it's the 4th of September. <laughs> carry on, carry on. So then, we're going then, at break, breakneck speed here. We are. So then the, the, the Dalek, we've got a lot to get through. The Dalek is all blown up, mm. and he tells them not to shoot at it. Mm. And then him and Nace jump in a van and drive off, and he says, I'll explain all about what's happening. Yeah, they do and then com- we get comedy the... seat swaps, which is that's brilliant. a weird that's... bit, isn't it? It's weird. It's it's very sort of a bit. It's There's a few very. That... It's very McCoy likes to clown around a bit, doesn't he? Mm, he likes yeah. a bit of clowning. He likes a bit of comedy clowning, and you can really see that he's genuinely up for something like this. Mm. I mean, we've got to discuss the sneeze later. The comedy almost oh, sneeze yeah. he does. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so meanwhile, we then in the background a guy called Mister Ratcliffe turns mm. up. Yes. Now this is another reference to the old episodes, isn't it? Yes. Is it? Isn't isn't it Ratcliffe's yard? Oh, um, right. Got you. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah I was, even, I was, the doc, even the doctor goes. He knows this area very well. Yes. Yeah. I was distracted because he's the. Um, isn't he the, the sort of head of the unit in uh, detectives? <laughs> detectives. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> he's the chief inspector in the detectives. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Briggs and Louie. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, he meets Gilmore and he introduces himself, and they mm-hmm. t- he's going to basically dispose of the Dalek. Yeah, which is odd that they would just entrust that to a bloke. Yeah, uh, but he's, he, the, the Gilmore's asked a couple of soldiers to keep an eye on the Dalek as well. Mm-hmm. It, it, that is so true, is it? Have you yeah. ever heard of an alien risk of the Dalek? No, can't sure. Uh, yeah, well, you're in charge of dealing with it. Hey, <laughs> well, <laughs> it's not toxic, is it? I don't think. <laughs> um, but meanwhile, the doctor goes back to the school and meets uh, Mr. Bronson. Mr. Yay! Bronson in his yeah. early teaching career. Yeah, and he asks for a look around and he says, quite out of the question. <laughs> and then feels his ear and kind of goes, Ehh. and then goes, actually, yes, that's fine. <laughs> he's yeah. the most suspicious <laughs> smile uh, ever. <laughs> there's a brief moment where you think he's going to pick up Radio Caroline, but he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> You're just too good to be true. <laughs> 
Um, yeah. Oh, meanwhile, though, Ratcliffe and his men uh, have killed the guards yes. and stolen the Dalek. Mm-hmm. Yes. So the Doctor tells Ace who, that the Daleks are following him, making it all about him. Yeah. Which I didn't like. He's the centre of all of the plots from now on, isn't he, basically? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I'm creating all the chaos. <laughs> and then he says, yeah, take a look it. at those burn marks in the playground. What do they look like to you? And she mm. says, cool, blimey, I'm just doing this ollie. <laughs> that's, that's where a spaceship landed, Prof. And he's like, mm, very good ace, very good. Cool, I just dropped my wall's feast. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my funny feet. <laughs> Chesney uh, Hawks LP, Prof. What's going on here? <laughs> well, pickle my strep cells, Prof. <laughs> it's like it's been written by the guy who did Ready Player One. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he, he explains that he left the hand of Omega. And of Omega. Is it Omega, Doctor? Is it Omega? Omega. Pick one. Pick pick one, please. (laughs) Mm. Mm. And this is an Easter egg for all the fish fingers that came out later, of course. (laughs) Uh, So, meanwhile, Ratcliffe meets the Dalek leader, who looks like a Dalek who's now working for Deliveroo. (laughs) It's a Dalek with a crash helmet on. Yeah, <laughs> I wrote down. It's a very small Dalek that's obviously on Junior Kickstarter. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it's Dougie Lambkin. He's the Dalek leader, <laughs> which should be a very good eighties reference. Yeah. Welcome to All Rather Mysterious, the podcast that aims to unlock the mysteries of the past with the key of fact. My name is John Rain. My name is Eleanor Morton. My name is David Reed. Please join us as we present to you mysteries that have baffled the world. You had any noises? What about um, a door creaking? Uh, no, uh, you don't have to do that. That weird kadook that yeah, lights well, going off makes for some reason in films. <laughs> All rather mysterious. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Uh, so, meanwhile, the doc, doc and Ace are looking around the doc. Sorry, everyone. The doctor and Ace are looking around <laughs> yes. the school. And they just, and he a says, bit of reverence, oh, please. Sorry. And he says, the best place to look is in the cellar. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. It says a man who's used to scouting around schools. Yeah. And they go down there and they discover Joseph Fritzl. No, they discover <laughs> a transmat machine. A transmat. Ooh. Oh. oh, dear. Which he tinkers with and makes a Dalek appear in two parts. So you see its guts and the shell. Mm. And then he yes. makes them both disappear. 
That's very good. I mean, everyone loves the Dalek two-parter. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey. So the, doctor, the doctor's like, well, I'll, I'll, I'll fuck with this then. And he starts messing about with it and says, there, it's, mm-hmm. it's not working now. And then she's like, well, who did this? You know, who's, mm. he said, well, there should be someone guarding this. And she's like, well, like who? And then a Dalek comes out of the dark. Yeah. And says, and also, Hello. I believe- <laughs> <laughs> this is your life. Oh, no. <laughs> you thought you were here to be exterminated. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Um, um, that'd be brilliant. If and you should do a bit oddy and go piss off. Yeah, yeah. I always said I'd never do it. I always said I'd never do it. <laughs> also, also, if the doctor himself was on. <laughs> Oh, this is your life then you could have people well um, he can't be here but here's a message from him and it'd be Hartnell <laughs> well when I first <laughs> you'd be able to talk to different versions of himself of course when the Colin Baker one's on this, this person he'd love to be here but you killed him <laughs> do you recognise this voice <laughs> is that Joe but what we um no, forgot. Carry on. No, 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 no. This is the first time that Ace has seen a Dalek, is it? She's never yeah. encountered them before. Yes, no. yes. That's I like the important that. But thing. Also, there's also another first time here, everyone, because what? I remember watching this as a child, mm. and I was a child. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is where the Doctor says, "Run up the stairs," mm-hmm. and they go up the stairs, and Ace goes out of the door, <gasps> but. Mr. Bronson turns up and knees her in the fanny. <laughs> he does, doesn't he? Which knocks her out. <laughs> and then he shuts the door. And McCoy turns around thinking, well, he turns around thinking, well, I'm safe because I'm at the top of the stairs. And yeah. the Dalek yeah. starts climbing up the stairs because oh it was always goodness. the joke about the Daleks that they their biggest enemy was stairs. Yes, yeah. and they're floaty, floaty up the stairs. And that's our first cliffhanger because it is. how can you beat that? I mean, a Dalek going upstairs... It's so good. It's so good up until the point where they do a POV shot of the Dalek looking at the Doctor yeah. and McCoy has to go bus-eyed. Yeah. <laughs> also, Gene mm. Whitfield sat on top of the Dalek going, the stairs don't bother me anymore. <laughs> 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 and then there's another advert later on with Davros as a bath night. <laughs> 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 and then With I Dane a... Cora Bryant <laughs> if, if like me you burnt your bloody family to smithereens <laughs> what you need is a Davros bath night <laughs> and then Omega comes in and goes and you get this free pen too <laughs> and you get this free pen just for being exterminated <laughs> and then Omega goes to use the pen the references? <laughs> Omega goes to use the pen and just goes ah <laughs> Falls on the paper. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Christ. Uh, um, so, yeah, so luckily for the doctor, yes. um, Ace wakes up and then needs Mr. Bronson in the groin. Yeah. <laughs> Take Long that. Yeah. Genital attacks. In there scene. are. Yeah. Uh, and she opens the door and, and they shut the door and lock it so the Dalek can't get out. Yeah, Prof, I managed to kick him in his squidgy bits. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a, there's a really tense bit, isn't there? Because there, she's just looking at um, uh, Mr. Bronson and she's got a book that leads her to the, the Holy Grail. And mm, then yes. it's like, will he take it? And then, then he just signs it and he hands it back. It. Yeah. So that, that's lucky. And also in the cellar, they found Danny Kendall <laughs> chained up. <laughs> Solving that mystery. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so they <clears throat> they get out of the cellar mm-hmm. and they see that Mr. Bronson's been chipped. Oh, yeah. Which is good because it means that when he goes out, everyone can find him. <laughs> and the cat flap will open for him. <laughs> he's, he's also chipping pins when he passes a till, he ends up charging <laughs> <the screen. laughs> 
so yeah, then, then the Dalek comes out of the cellar and says that you have to repair the transmap. He goes, God, it was dark down there. Mm. <laughs> and then um, the army turn up mm. and they also, blow up. Mm. But also when the army turns up, you have, you have to sign a little docket for any massive... Massive weapons. Yeah, yeah. That's right. yeah. We've got bureaucracy here. Yeah. It's a tiny bit of English bureaucracy. Well, are you planning on blowing up hundreds of people, are you? Yeah. yeah. Sign, sign this docket, please. <laughs> Just put your name on this chit and you can have this bazooka. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they do get a bazooka and they blow it up. And then. They do. And you um, see Dalek inside. You see Dalek this is the first inside. time you see Dalek inside. Yeah. You've no, seen them in I'm the sure. Five Doctors and oh, also you have. in the. Okay. Yeah. And in yeah. Genesis. In Genesis as well. Oh, yeah, they, so, get, they wrap so, themselves around uh, Tom's so, suit. So right. to answer my question, no, this is not... No. <laughs> um, and then we find out from Rachel and the, the other scientist... That oh, yeah, and these two women are entirely cased in, um, encased in wool. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They I have to wear a full wool cardigan, mm. wool shirt, wool uh, skirt, wool mm-hmm. shoes. <laughs> what they should have done here is they should have had a callback to um, the chase. Where these two scientists go on a little jaunt around London. <laughs> <laughs> London, nineteen sixty-five. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, so they, um, they, they, we find out from these two that Daleks stink. Oh yeah, the stench. Goes, oh, the yes, stench. they smell, don't they? Yeah, they smell. Now here's another question: Who's doing all the incidental music throughout all this? It's Kef. Oh right, okay. Because some of it is just bizarre. He was a, he was a bizarre. <laughs> it all sounds like it's. It all sounds like it's like. Like a really extended remix of a Tapau song or something. It does it. Yeah, yeah there's a yeah. lot of really there's a lot odd. of hand claps as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, lots of. It's all like you know, a clanad found a new direction. What's going on? And of course, then, when she says, uh, what's that stench? Obviously, Michael Sheard gets up and goes, sorry, when she need me in the balls. It was just... <laughs> <laughs> what they could have done without this, though, is the bit where the doc- uh, Doctor and a Dalek sing Opposites Attract. They <laughs> <laughs> come together because opposites attract! <laughs> <clears throat> so, uh, the Doctor tells Ace to go off with Sergeant Smith because mm-hmm. she's oh, a delicate okay. young flower and she shouldn't be hurt. Mm. Yes. So she goes back to Sergeant Smith's house. So she goes back to a racist B and B. But then to counteract that, the doctor goes to a cafe and meets a nice black man. Yes, yes. yeah, and, yeah. And, and talks yes. about racism yeah. and slavery. And, That's right. And it's a yeah. very weird scene. I know you just meant. I know you just met the low rent Oswald Mosley, but hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So obviously that's Jeffrey from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, yes, which is such a treat. Yeah, and he was in EastEnders at the time as well, I think. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. This scene feels like the uh, a slight um, blueprint for sort of how some Doctor Who will go, which is sort of a bit more philosophical. There'll be a bit more kind mm. of ruminating on the effects of things and stuff like that. Yes. But it doesn't really lead anywhere. Well, he talks about sugar. Yes. So yeah, yeah. You could say yeah. it's a bit like horrible histories. <laughs> it tells us about how sugar came and how yeah. and how people are went into slavery because of sugar. And he's like, you know, yeah. just the, the finest little thing can make the biggest impact. <laughs> and then that little the rat puppet comes up and goes, "This is all true." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then um, yeah, see, so yeah, um, then another Dalek transmats. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Mm. Meanwhile, the Doctor goes to a funeral parlor run by William Thomas. Mm. Yes, who um, I love because he was in fun at the funeral parlor, which is one of my favourite 
early oh, sitcoms. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's probably still 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 the same character. He's also <laughs> in, he's also in Twin Town. Oh, yes. oh yes. You yeah, fucking yeah. twat. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's in Only Fools and Horses, I believe. Oh. You yeah. fucking twats. <laughs> no, no, it's you, little, no, it's you plonker. Than that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Rodney, you fucking you... twat. <laughs> Rodney, you plonkering twat. No, no, <laughs> um, so the doctor's there for his casket. Now, why did he leave a casket that space-looking? Why didn't he put the Hand of Omega in a real coffin? Yeah, why good question. A, why mm. didn't he just put it in a safety deposit box, just out the way yeah. or something? Mm. Keep, keep it in his TARDIS, for God's sake. Yeah. And are we meant to believe that this is what William Hartnell was up to before he left in Unearthly Child? I, I think, think so, that's yeah. what they... They sort of allude to it, but they never give you enough concrete anything to go, what, why? No, no. Why, <laughs> why, why <laughs> have you got the hand of Omega in a casket full of dry ice? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a, and he talks to it like it's a pet fucking gerbil. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he puts, a, he puts Ace's baseball bat in it. Yeah. And it goes down and then floats back up again. <laughs> yeah, like it's a prize in blankety blank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bizarre. And that gives it magic powers, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it becomes a bit magic for a bit. It does nothing, yeah. though, because mm. it seems to have the same power as a normal baseball bat. Yeah, it just mm. also lets off some sparky special effects. It goes yeah. doink, doink. <laughs> yeah, so then he, he asks the coffin to follow him and it floats out with him. Yeah. Causing William Thomas to faint, and then, yeah. to, and then he goes to see a blind vicar. Lucky, really lucky. Really that. lucky. Yeah. Because <laughs> he says, unless the like, did William Hartnell blind that vicar? Like, <laughs> that's that's why they had to leave Earth in an Earthy Child. <laughs> it's all part of his plan. He poked, yeah. him, he poked him three really? times in the eyes. It went. What <laughs> 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 the last thing I need to do, um, uh, Father, is blind you. It's like what? <laughs> <laughs> So they then bury the coffin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for reasons unknown. Yeah, again, um, I would say no that sense. those effects are quite good. The, yeah. the effects of it floating are quite good. Yeah, mm. yeah, <laughs> but it's got that weird Tapao music going on still. <laughs> this sort of like like the lead singer of Tapao is going China in your hand of a mega. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, I, I presume he chose a blind vicar so the blind vicar doesn't see special effects or anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, luckily, anyone know. with eyes can not see special effects either. <laughs> so, one thing strange. I've just remembered is mm. that Kef is on the making of Silver Nemesis. Mm. Right. Um, and he's, he's in Silver Nemesis, he's going, Look, I'm such a good composer, but look how different, different songs change. And he plays the soundtrack to this is all true. Is that not leading up to it? He okay. plays the soundtrack to Remembrance, and he says, "But look, if I play like part of the sound of a party under it, it sounds like party music." And I've just thought, <sighs> "No, it is party music. You it have is. It's definitely it. party music. It's yeah, very, it is the very thing that it is." So yeah, yeah. Fucking Keth Bunny. Come on, everybody! Come on, everybody! End of a mega, 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 exterminate, 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 Davidson comes out doing a sax solo from the mood. Now he he be playing drums with his celery stick. Oh yeah, you're right. Colin Baker would be chubby checker. Oh, no. oh I've, done no. it. I've done it again. I've done it again. Oh. That's because he wore check check suits. 
That's the joke. Ah, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Yeah, and his stories used to have a twist. Hey. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> so Ace is at the guest house at Smith's racist house oh, yeah. no. where she oh, is no. getting out of the shower looking very oh. lady mm. and Smith's like anyway i got to go you'll be alright here with my mum mm-hmm. yeah. and she oh, looks out God. the window and then we see the sign saying no coloureds oh no yeah. and then but she's going to run up to the worst oh. bit ever in, in, in anything when they oh I'm intrigued room. by this well the TV Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, we're not there yet we're there soon yeah I mean what soon. is worse institutional racism in the 1960s or some, the, the TV show going so meta it starts referencing itself yeah that is a bit odd the yeah. latter Tom the <laughs> latter, <laughs> the latter. <clears throat> so Smith goes to the graveyard yeah. and he gets attacked by Mr Bronson he does. <laughs> and it turns out that Smith is working with Ratcliffe oh yeah, no even. he's a just fascist when, ju- just when Ace was starting to almost swoon for him Yes. And then the Daleks, or somebody, kills <laughs> Mr. Bronson. And he then dies like a Vic and Bob sketch from Bang Bang. <laughs> yeah, Where he does. just slowly lays down. And I expected an egg to fall out of his mouth <laughs> and him to disappear. There's something oh. going on. There's something going on. Now I am dead. Who will take... take... Sw- it's almost like... His death, he like, slowly takes out one of those little camping stools and sits on that first. <laughs> uh, and then puts one knee gingerly to the floor and then, yeah. Now I am set. dead, who will take my Danny Kendall to be baptised? Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and when he's lying down, he lies down next to a, a little urn that says, yeah. in loving memory. Yeah. yeah. So that's good directing, right? It's that's brilliant. clever directing. It's brilliant. Brilliant directing. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, or it's, a happy accident. <laughs> <laughs> And then um, Ace isn't allowed to go to the HQ. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he gives her her magic baseball bat because they've all got a race to the HQ. Yes. yes. And he says, you have this. And at the HQ, the doctor wants them to search for any further activity. Yes. Mm. Yeah. And then we get Ace at home seeing, and now on BBC One, oh. a new science fiction series called Blake Set. And it comes <laughs> up. So we never know what it's going to be. <laughs> Oh, I hate that so oh. much. <laughs> Never mind. At, le- at least in the next scene, we've got Ace, who's got a ghetto blaster on, and she's playing now. That's what I call Dalek Plan 64. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she goes back to the school. Oh, this is yeah. when the doctor tells everyone that he believes there are two warring Dalek factions. At yeah. Work. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Which is an interesting yes. idea. Mm. I think and Ace goes back to the school mm. to do some really dangerous stunt work <laughs> yes amazing absolutely amazing that she, that she may or may not be prepared to do yeah well bearing in mind we talked about the curse of Fenric where she had to basically dive onto jagged rocks <laughs> yeah. this, time, this time it's glass <laughs> yeah yeah and the stunt man again in this is tip tipping yes tip, I love tip tipping oh. tip tipping uh, so your ghetto blast as you say picks up Dalek radio mm-hmm. yes and now on free radio Scarrow Here's Lulu with Exterminate. This one, go, this one goes out to Dalek Thrall, whose wife left him. <laughs> where, uh, 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 where'd your mama go? Where'd your mama go? <laughs> ooh, ooh, wee, chirpy, chirpy, cheep. <laughs> this one's for all you Davroses out there. Uh, yeah, so she gets attacked by a Dalek. Uh, yes. she, jumps, she has to jump through a pane of glass. Ouch. Yeah. 
And no, then, I think this is. I have to speak up for this and go. This is mm. quite cool. As a kid, mm. you'd be like, "Oh my god, this is like Daleks being exciting and mm. stuff." Surely, yeah. yes, exactly, mm. exactly. Proper terror machines for the first time. Yeah, yeah. but she uses her. While. She uses her baseball bat. Doing, doing, doing. And hits the Dalek <laughs> like four times and does no damage. Just yes. But then knocks its eye stalk off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that'll do it. Yeah. But yeah, I, yeah. what I'm saying is, is that you want that baseball bat that's been soaked in the hand of Omega to have a bit more oomph. You, yeah. yeah, you'd expect it to do a bit more given it's sort of a, 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 a nuclear weapon, basically, that's, yeah. that's imbued it with something. Um, but I like it when the ice salt comes off and there's a little spark. That's quite clever. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so she then, as we say, she then gets cornered by loads and loads of Daleks. And that's where we get yeah, our next cliffhanger. And, I know. Mm. And she's just, you know, just as she's been beating off one Dalek, she has to beat them all off. <laughs> Terrible. I mean, it's what they would have wanted. <laughs> so then luckily she's saved because all the army people turn up yes and, and the doctor them. the doctor actually helps isn't he? oh yeah because he's a, made a he's, machine he's got that... a gun that shoots confetti yes yeah yeah thank god he's got that yeah. all the Daleks are now getting married <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful day yeah it's what i always <laughs> dreamed of he fires i a... do <laughs> he fires a disco at them yeah which jabs their signals <laughs> and then smith blows them up yeah and, and then he looks at one of them, and then Rachel says, oh, I think this one's still alive. And the doctor just pokes his head in, mm. and a crab <laughs> claw in. comes out. <laughs> yeah. It's like Eric Morecambe, isn't it, behind the curtain? Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. the and, then they so- and then they solve that by a quick game of whack-a-mole on it. Yeah. <laughs> and then the doctor goes down to the basement, and he destroys the transmat machine. Yes. yes. With the baseball That's bat. It. And he also breaks the baseball bat. So, so much for the fucking Omega power. <laughs> yeah, if you can snap it over your knee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not mean, that effective, is it? Meanwhile, Ratcliffe goes to the cemetery and finds the grave, which has got a pair of tits on it. Yes, I've got that. Oh my god, yeah, the, 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 the ball's grave. Yeah, yeah, it's more like balls, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Well, I, I messaged you two and said, look, it's like you found Diana Dawes' grave. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, and I don't understand how that got there so quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. bizarre. They work really yeah. fast, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine being like one of the relatives of someone actually buried in that graveyard, turning up and just seeing like this weird the bull's grave, and then just like loads of men digging a grave up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I've just well, we, we we we've got a nice nice system here in the graveyard. Um, if we're burying a bloke, we take the number three and turn it upwards, and it's balls. No, sorry, downwards. <laughs> and if it's a woman, we turn it upwards, and it's a pair of boobies. Well, that's the way that we do it. So you can walk around the grave and go, woman, man, 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 woman, woman, man, woman, man. That's how we do it here. <laughs> uh, a horrible system you have. Oh, yes, that's right. <laughs> so Ratcliffe alerts the Daleks that he's found yeah, the hand bastard. of a mega. Omega. And um, <clears throat> Ace is still calling the Doctor Professor. I know, yeah. that must irk after a while. I mean, she's like mm. fucking Trigger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, raise a toast to the doctor. The doctor, <laughs> professor. <laughs> Here comes the Daleks ace, <laughs> nice and easy, nice and easy. <laughs> know what I mean? Falls, falls, falls through the falls through the TARDIS doors. <laughs> Seventeen million people watched that episode. Can you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Funniest Doctor Who episode ever. <laughs> Uh, that's the second time we've mentioned Only Fools and Horses this episode. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yes. That's good. I hope John Sullivan's estate are paying us. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, we meet the Emperor Dalek. 
We do. Yay, he looks like he really likes eggs and shouts <laughs> because he's egg bound. Yes. <laughs> I think he looks a bit like Zippy as well. Don't you think there's he a bit of a does. Zippy? Uh, yeah. <laughs> the Emperor Dalek. Yeah. Also, he sounds really like posh, like an O'Connell. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah. He For some does. reason. But we find out that the Doctor tells us that there's a, the Renegade Daleks mm. and the Imperial Daleks who do carpets. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, the, the Emperor Dalek has got this sort of fat Fat voice, like yeah. la, 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 la. <laughs> almost imagine like I've been eating butter for four hundred years. <laughs> the opening is Cyril Smith, <laughs> most evil man in the universe. <laughs> Bring me that little girl. No, that's not enough. Um, so like, we need to fulfil my plans because I've been eating, drinking custard for eternity. <laughs> <laughs> Give me more eggs. Um, so the doctor takes Ace to one side and says, this is my plan, right? Mm-hmm. I mm. want them to have the hand of Omega mm. because I'm an evil bastard, it turns out. <laughs> and I'm just going to... Pl- I'm playing along. Mm. It's all a big deception. A massive yeah. deception, he says. That's a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. And then we find out when Raptor <clears throat> goes to see the Dalek leader... Which, which you're so expecting Davros. So yeah, expecting yeah, yeah. Davros. Yeah, yeah. You're okay. so thinking it's going to be Davros and mm. he's got an eye stalk on him. Oh my God, that's going to be amazing. Mm. Yeah. And it's... it's five, little... six, seven, eight. Sorry <laughs> to disappoint you, mate. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little girl doing, yeah. doing, doing, you know, bloody Debbie does Davros. It's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's such it's such a shitty reveal. It really I know is. it's supposed it really to be amazing, like, mm. <gasps> be like no, no, no. Doesn't quite work. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's work. another weird child, like from Dragonfire. Another weird little yeah. girl wandering around this thing. It's the eighties, isn't it? It's little mm. children looking at you, spooky, spooky, spooky. No, it's Good not. Good night, Heather. <laughs> I can still see it in my mind. <laughs> in my mind. Oh. I, I don't need to charge this one. These are battery operated. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then we get this shot of all the Daleks going around in the yard, wobbling all over the place. Yeah, I it know. Great, you, it? you can it's even awful. see you can see feet as well. Oh. <laughs> you could genuinely see feet. It's like, this is oh. the remarkable episode. Have you ever seen the picture of? Uh, because they were filming this uh, um, TV centre, I guess. Yeah. And there was a fire drill. Have you seen this right. picture? No. And at the same time, a low, a low were filming. Mm. Oh There's my a picture God. of everyone from Remembrance. I'm probably wrong. Tell me if I'm wrong, everyone. Oh I'm sure it's God. Remembrance. Everyone from Remembrance. And the cast of a low, a low just hanging around. Oh, please <laughs> because of a fire that drill. make that be oh. true. Please tell me if I'm Yeah, it's literally everybody in their Alero costumes just hanging is it about. Arthur, is it Arthur Bostrom going, and you are the Dilicks? <laughs> <laughs> You're not in character now, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Dick to who? Yeah. And, you know, Rose Hill going, oh, the flashing nubs. <laughs> et cetera, et you cetera. stupid nice. Davros, can you not see? <laughs> um, yeah, so, so the Doctor and Ace go to the yard. Mm-hmm. And we see that they've got the hand of a mega, mm-hmm. and they're loading it onto a truck. 
So they go. It's, in... su- it's such a shame because Ace could have gone back to the cafe and then she could have bought all of her milkshake to the yard, but she didn't. Oh. <laughs> so the doctor goes in and he disables the time controller, which is one of those things that you could buy from Witch Magazine. Those <laughs> yeah, yeah, big yeah. balls that you touch and the electricity goes into your fingertips. Yes. That's their time controller. Yes, that's the sort of thing that Professor Heinz Wolf had shown three years previously yeah. on um, some TV show for kids. And as you can see, it is making my pubic hair stands to attention. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so then he does a bit of McCoy magic. I like the McCoy magic, that's always a treat. He flips it? out a business card with a question mark on it. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's like oh he's boy. delivering space milk tray. <laughs> what the fuck's that about? It's even got one of those wax stamps on it. Yeah, that is, when someone's handing around their business card, you know they're not, they're, they're probably annoying. It would be a really different advert if the woman um, at the end gets the milk tray and there's a card, but it's just a silhouette of Davros. <laughs> I, want, I want a scene where all the doctors are around a business table like an American psycho showing each other their business cards. <laughs> and McCoy's like, mine's got a gold question mark on it and a wax stamp. Yeah. I, dipped, I dipped mine in the hand of Omega. Oh, <laughs> You'd have four of them look at each other going, John Nathan Turner did yours, yeah, yeah. Question marks, yeah. Question marks yeah. all over the fucking thing. Yeah. It's, it's even, even shaped, like a, it's even even shaped like a fucking question mark. <laughs> it's with tiny question marks. It's even shaped like a question mark. In fact, it comes in two pieces. I have to hold the dot under it. It's so so unwieldy. <laughs> um, and then um, he, he disables it. Leads car. Then they run off, and the Daleks start chasing them. So they hide in a workman's tent. Yes. Oh, and then there's the sneeze. Yeah. And this is almost becoming like an episode of The Goodies now. Yes. <laughs> it's sort of slight fast forward and the Doctor and Ace creep out with the tent still on. Them. And I want them running along while Bernie sings like, run, Doctor, run. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> run from the Daleks, running from the Daleks. Running from the Daleks. And there's a bit where they run, they're they running and they fall down a big cliff and then it cuts as they land and they start running again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And there's and there's some, somehow somehow the ace is sat in Davos's chair, is in fast forward, is going 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 too quick around the car park and figure it out. And then she gets up really dizzy. <laughs> Sorry, I've got I've got the box set of uh, the goodies, and I've yes. watched too much of it. You've watched too much. Nice. Um, so Smith meets up with Ace and then says, "You know, when this is all over, would you like to go to the pictures with me?" Yeah. And she says, well, day. probably, but I've probably seen them all on telly. And he's like, what? <laughs> you ain't going to do that trick, are you, with a, with a bag of popcorn and the ole in the end? <laughs> oh, is that is that a new trick where you've come from? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, it goes in your pubes. Um, so they, <laughs> they go back into the school. Yes. And then Smith's like, uh, the Daleks have got the hand of Omega. Why don't we just give up? And McCoy's mm. like, "How do you know about the hand of Omega?" And he goes, "Oh, Ace told me." Whoa! Yeah. And she's like, "You ratbag! Yeah. You bilge boy! Yeah. You, yeah. you knobby Nelson! Yeah! You... To, to think I was going to lose my maidenhood to you, <laughs> you <laughs> or, Commodore sixty-four, any... you, <laughs> <laughs> you oh. ET on the Atari, <laughs> you, <laughs> you absolute pong." <laughs> You episode of words and pictures I didn't quite understand. <laughs> you fucking nonce. Oh, Ace, that's too much. All right, Ace, die. die now. Too much, too much, Ace. You're offending everybody that's working at the BBC. Uh, so she, she has to be dragged away because she's so cross. Yeah, yeah, she wants to beat him up. Yeah, and then we find out that the Imperial Dalek shuttlecraft is incoming. Oh, and, yes. and then dum, this dum. surprised me because I'm expecting. Clap, dum, dum. I was expecting, yeah, clappy clap, dum, dum, big time. <laughs> but I was expecting like a, a, a you know, a, 
a model that's superimposed coming down. But it's an actual bloody no, giant model. Build it's great, isn't it? Crane it down, don't they? And I read that the yeah. director went way over budget and got in big trouble. Oh, really? Ooh. Yeah. No shit. It's quite, it's quite a considerable size. Yeah, apparently yeah. It, was, it was operated by a massive crane. Well, it had to be. Brilliant. Yeah. Andy Crane. Andy Crane did it, yeah. <laughs> he was in the goodies episode. He climbed up the BT Tower. <laughs> <laughs> catch that Andy, catch that Andy. They all dressed up as Gordon the Gopher and rode that, <laughs> rode that bicycle. It, and also, when, uh, when Sorry, Ed the Duck. Sorry, everybody, Ed the Duck. Ed the Duck, come on. God. <laughs> and also there's a bit there's a bit where the ship's gonna land and it just clips John Noakes off the top of him. <laughs> and as you can see, I'm very high up goes, <laughs> And then the doctor goes the doctor goes flea bag. It does. Yes, the doctor he does. Goes full flea bag he, he, he does anal, it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> He looks directly at camera and goes, it's almost like we're in some, in some awful thing. <laughs> he says, oh, now, now, Sergeant Smith looks at the camera, massively fit. <laughs> he looks at the camera and goes, died of AIDS. Um, uh, <laughs> he, he says, I think I might have miscalculated. Yeah. Uh, because when the spaceship lands... Sorry, I'm just still thinking about Andy Crane on the BT Tower. <laughs> <laughs> and the goodies dressed as at the dock on bicycle. Uh, no, he'd be, he'd be just as Kit and Kong, wouldn't he? From the- yeah, 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 I know. I, I'm, anyway, um, <laughs> the spaceship blows all the windows out. Yeah, that's, oh, good that's good. Well, that's isn't great. It? That is. That's oh. brilliant. Mm. That is and brilliant. then he says he, he miscalculated. The ship lands, and so mm. the Daleks then go off to go and get the hand of Omega. And yeah. I know the ship's huge and amazing and great, but shouldn't mm. it be like more of a Dalek-y, <laughs> sorcery, roundy, yeah, knobbly yeah. ship? It of, looks like something look- from the tripods. It looks like something in Space 1999 that they would go out and do the hoovering with or something. Yeah. It's, just, it's, a, it's still an epic piece of kit. Yeah. Has hmm. it got, like, great. noughts and crosses on the side of it as well? It looks like it has, yeah. <laughs> it's Lenny Bennett's car. <laughs> <laughs> so Smith is then arrested. It's the uh, Sinclair, Sinclair C9. <laughs> <laughs> they, brought, they brought it from the future. Um, oh, yeah, Smith's arrested under the Official Secrets Act. Yeah, Fair enough. Like and taken away. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and the doctor then says, well, I'm going to go in that shuttle. Yeah. Oh, that, that was that, that beep I ordered earlier. <laughs> um, he goes in the shuttle uh, in a McCoy fashion, or more of a Pertwee yes. fashion, I should say, because he makes a giant zip line and goes down it on his umbrella. That's yes. a lot of fun, isn't it? Mm. That's brilliant fun. Mm. And, and Utterly unnecessary, but brilliant fun. <laughs> and then he comes in, and then they just can't, they can't help it. They can't disguise the fact that it's a wobbly set. No. Because as he yeah. gets into the dark spaceship, it's literally like you can hear it plastic and all sorts rattling around. Yes. As he gets in there, and there's one Dalek who's like, there's, there's someone in here. I don't feel safe. <laughs> and, and the doctor immediately shorts him out. Yeah, boo. He does hmm. that kind of thing. With Dar- LED the lights. Uh, the Dalek's in his own little safe spot, his own little mindfulness panic yeah. room. That's yeah. his panic room, yeah. <laughs> I'll stay here, I'll be safe. Oh my God. <laughs> Literally the last thing meditate. we wanted to happen. I was trying to meditate. <laughs> that was the last thing we wanted to happen. <laughs> um, yeah, they shut him down and then he closes the hatch and they all come in. Yep. And um, 
And they, and they all they go flume. down another hatch. Yeah. yeah, they get a little flume, don't they? That's quite fun. Yeah, little log flume. Yeah. <laughs> Powered by dry ice. <laughs> so, Ace then says to the doc, the prof. Mm. Yeah. It's almost like there are two Daleks, right? One looking different to the other, and they kind of don't like each other because of how they look. Whoa. And it's like, wow, Ace has figured out racism. <laughs> I mean, the clues were there earlier, but she's just figured it out. Aceism. Yeah. Aceism. I just said aceism. I don't, don't know what oh, that right. means, but no, I thought it was I like say. it. It's when you get two aces. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. One says mega and one says brill, and they can't get on. They can't get on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the, so meanwhile, mm-hmm. Smith has escaped from the cellar by hitting a soldier. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Which is, you know, who would have thought that would happen? Mm-hmm. And him and Ratcliffe <laughs> steal the time controller because they're like, if we have this, then the, the Daleks won't kill us. Mm-hmm. Which is wrong. Um, so the Imperial Daleks mm. grab the hand mm. and they take it to the mothership. Yes. Oh, no, they don't. Sorry, I'm missing Ooh. one bit out. So Smith, uh, Smith and Ratcliffe have the time control, and the little girl appears. Oh yeah, and goes all Emperor Palpatine on them. Yeah, and zaps him. Yeah, she's like, "You want this, don't you? <laughs> Witness the power of this fully operational hands." <laughs> Is that if the point you, where he? If you like a lot of chocolate on your biscuit, join our club. Mm. <laughs> oh, what she's going on about now? Is that the point where he absolutely eviscerates those banisters? Yes. <gasps> oh my god, that is the most amazing stunt shot ever. He gets blasted <laughs> backwards and the entire banisters come down. <laughs> Every single one, it's like it's like the young ones or something. It's, it's amazing, yeah. <laughs> Who, Ratcliffe? Uh, doesn't Smith no, get zapped against the uh, banisters? Smith. Oh, yes, Smith. no, that's at the end. That's at the end. Oh, sorry, oh, I've, I've gone too far ahead. I've gone too far ahead. Because this yeah. is when Ratcliffe dies, he gets electrocuted. Like oh, one yeah. of those adverts where you see an old person putting a plug wrongly wired. He <laughs> kind of goes, oh, and then just goes down on his knees and slumps. <laughs> <laughs> so the, this is when the Imperial Daleks then get the hand of Omega and take it back to the mother, mothership yes. and they're going to leave for their home planet of Skaro oh. yeah and then we, we also get those different that different Dalek with the big gun mounted on it the yes, special the, weapons Dalek the, the, the armoured Dalek who um, is wobbling far more than any other Dalek <laughs> yeah. wobbled. it's such yeah. a shame because yeah. he looks great Mm-hmm. It's Jeff Cates but in that. It can't go across. <laughs> it can't go across cobbles in a yard. No, and so literally mm-hmm. the top of it is rickety rackety. It's just oh no. But it makes short work of the renegades, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. They blows them to smithereens. Yeah, it's a great explosion. It's a really good explosion. Yeah. It is. There's a lot of explosions in this. I yeah. read that the um, local people in the area thought it was an IRA. Really? <laughs> really? Honestly, yeah. What? That's a fact. People were phoning the police around that area in London when they were mm. filming this and saying they were hearing explosions and they were worried it was the IRA. Oh, my God. Well, if it was the real IRA, then Davros would have phoned before to warn them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Ace mm. follows Smith to get the controller back. Yes. And the doctor... <clears throat> sorry. <clears throat> the doctor phones the Dalek Emperor... <laughs> who it turns it's good, it's good out... to talk. <laughs> who it turns out is... The creator Davros. It's Davros. He's been hiding Whoa. underneath all the time. And he's been hiding sounds, in an egg. And he sounds and he looks like proper Davros. Yes, he does. Evil and nasty and mental. Yeah. It's, yeah, he's good, isn't he? Like, I really like he's you know, all of his wires mm. and everything. I think he looks brilliant. Yeah, he looks mm. so good and he sounds amazing. 
Yeah. My, my first question to be would why are you hiding in an egg? <laughs> are you also, like are you that... from are you from Orc? <laughs> <laughs> Davros calling Orson. Davros calling Orson. Um, but they've done that brilliant thing which they've always negated to do, where they manage to get the guy and they black all his teeth and his tongue up. Mm. Yeah. And it just looks so horrible. And he's kind of dribbling black stuff as well. Yeah, isn't and his bottom yeah. lips all shiny with black mm. saliva, and it's really like. Oh, he really does look like a rotten old egg. But he's got, <laughs> he's got a plan, Davros. He's, he's going to use he's, the hand. He's always of, got a plan. He's always got a plan. He's going to use the hand of Omega to destroy all the Time Lords. Somehow. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. We not, don't know how that'll work, but it's fine. No, it's fine. But then the Doctor <laughs> decides it's a good idea to start taking the piss out of him. That's and a lot of fun. I like this speech a lot. Because yeah, it says brilliant. unlimited rice pudding. Yeah. <laughs> Etc. Et mm. Et but then has to pretend to be a bit scared. Yes. As, yes. Davros, as Davros is like, ha, 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 check this out. Mm-hmm. And he launches the hand of Omega. <laughs> and it fires into space <laughs> and blows up Scarrow's son. Blimey. Blowing up and Scarrow. The, the same exact yes. thing will happen later on with the, um, the Nemesis uh, statue as well. So that's mm. good. It's basically the same plot he uses uh, for that one. So it's, yeah. you know, but he also, he also goes right down the camera at Davros and says, ha, ah, fuck you. <laughs> and he's basically like, I've killed you and I'm really fucking glad about it. I've always hated you, Davros, you prick. Yeah. I hope you die. Yeah, enough clemency now. It's time yeah. for you to fucking die. But Davros is the best bit where he goes, he's like, oh. So he, he, back, he backtails it out of there quickly as fast as his little feet will carry him. <laughs> and, gets, and then one of the Daleks basically like, Davros has fucked off. <laughs> He's a gotten an escape pod. <laughs> it's like the end of Austin Powers. Him, yeah, you need to keep him alive, right? Yeah, you can't just, you know, he always needs to be around. Yeah, so they get all blown up. Yeah. And the hand, magically, on its own, returns back to Gallifrey. So helpful. <clears throat> Meanwhile, Smith has captured Ace with a gun. Oh, yeah. And they yeah. go back to his house. Mm. And he's like, and it's almost like, you know, the desperate hours. He's like, well, I'm going to, if I don't get what I want, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. And then uh, the doorbell goes. <laughs> I'll get it. Yeah, he opens yeah. it. And it's like American Wealth in London, except instead of vampire monster people with machine guns, mm. it's a little girl. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the point at which she, um, she absolutely destroys the, uh, the banister. Yeah, she says, seven, that's, eight, nine, the- ten, I've come to blow you up again. <laughs> This is the most amazing like, special effect ever. Yeah, the stuntman gets launched like, 18, <laughs> 18 foot through the scenery and the entire staircase is <laughs> With such That's force, he brilliant. goes into the stairs and it all collapses around him. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. I wanted it, like, everything to keep on collapsing until it's like in um, uh, Some Others Who Have Them and the entire house is just <laughs> collapsing on top of them. Mr. Spencer! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then, then, then there's a really angry, disgruntled landlord going, get out, get out, get out! <laughs> so the Doctor then, they go out and there's one Dalek left, the Supreme Dalek. Yes. And uh, he's yes. got, he says to him, you know, just why don't you stop using that little girl as your tool of intelligence and information or whatever yeah, and he says scaro has gone so you're mm-hmm. fighting over nothing now and the supreme dalek gets so confused mm-hmm. it blows itself up <laughs> that happens a lot with daleks doesn't it oh. they just blow themselves yeah. up yeah and the little girl screams and then passes out yeah but she's fine 
That's yeah. good. So then they all go to Smith's funeral, even though he was a fascist <laughs> spy. Yeah, yeah. Presumably to shit at his grave. I don't know. Yeah. And then and also, yeah. and also proving once again that someone someone dies, and before the corpse is even warm, it's in the ground immediately. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, they've How already they got a hole, that? haven't they? From the hand yeah, of so again, there's already, already a hole there. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> the blind vicar's like, oh, is he burying him again? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then Ace says to the doctor, <clears throat> did we do good, Prof? Mm. And then he says, time will tell. And that's the end. And that's, n- that is your end. And then it goes. D. You need a helping hand. Oh, help you understand. C. He's got a TARDIS too. Everybody needs a hand. T. He's got a TARDIS now. Oh, oh yeah. I told you that. He regenerates as well. Everybody needs a hand. Doctor. Yeah. Anyway, enough of that. So there we go. Remembrance of the Daleks. Summed up. As as perfectly as it could be, as yeah. succinctly as it could, yes, it could. Yeah. And so, what are we scoring um, this with? Oh um, Christ! Um, <laughs> stair rods, broken stair rods, <laughs> broken stair rods, bacon sandwiches. Egg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bacon sandwiches. Let's go bacon sandwiches. Nice. All right. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> well, I'll mm. go first. Okay. Um, I found this a real slog to watch. Right. I remembered it being good. Hmm. But with um, Day of the Daleks and Destiny of the Daleks, I just was really glued into it and it just flew by. Yeah. This one, I had to keep kind of pausing it and doing something else. <laughs> um, it, it, was, it, was, it was fun, but it's just not yeah. great. Um, so I'm going to give it... Uh, 50, mm. I'm going to give it 50. 50. Oh, okay. 50 bacon sandwiches. Bacon sandwiches. <laughs> what about Paul? What's your, uh, what's your uh, reckoning on this? Yeah. I'm a bit with I'm a bit with John on this. I didn't. Yeah. Um, I just I don't genuinely enjoy much McCoy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, and it's not his fault. It's just, yeah. uh, it's just the way it was filmed. The mu- the music. That um, I just Ace is such a. She's supposed to be such a good companion, but she 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 just jars all the time between yeah. speaking like a mid, like a sort of forty year old housewife and then like a two year old. It's like just, <laughs> just just bed her in and she she could be perfect. Um, yeah. Um, I find the the Daleks' plan baffling in this. Mm. <laughs> yeah. As is the plot of the Hand of Omega, because you're just going. Why don't give me something to sort of con- concrete this in? Um, yeah, it's brilliant, of course, to have a flying Dalek because that's like amazing. Loads the of idea, fun. the idea of an ultimate battle Dalek's amazing. Except you can see his feet, you can see him wobble. It's just <laughs> like, oh, I don't know. There's something about the way it sounds. It just gets on me. I don't know. It's 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 Doctor Who, so it's brilliant because it's mm. Doctor yeah. Who. But it's one of my least favorite Dalek stories. Apart from the fact that we get a Davros reveal, and that's brilliant. Yeah. Yes, but the yeah. idea it's of a using good a, Davros reveal, yeah. It's a brilliant Davros reveal, mm. and Davros feels really just incandescently angry. He's just been in a, you know, fucking Dutch oven for the last two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's been hiding. He's been hiding inside a barbecue set or something. It's just bizarre. <laughs> so, um, but I just, yeah, it didn't, again, I didn't, it felt like I was watching four episodes, like, oh, God, come on. Um, mm. So I'm going I'm to give it 45 Ooh, okay. bacon 45. sandwiches. sandwiches. Mm. Yeah. I like this, I think, a lot more. 
Okay. I, I remember getting this as part of the um, uh, the, the Dalek box set. It was a tin that you got, and it was uh, the are, are chase you sure and you, this. Are you sure you didn't get this as part of some sort of community service? <laughs> 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 I sent it to you to six months of watching Remnants of the Daleks on repeat. Um <laughs> I, I I quite like it. I'm going to go high. I'm going to go 75. Oh, my mm. God. Wow. Yeah. Bloody hell. That's high. Oh, that's, is that mad? No. Um. <laughs> okay. So that makes it 170 bacon sandwiches. Wow. <laughs> out of a possible 300. Okay. That's fine. Okay. Do we have any correspondence? We did have some correspondence about remembrance. Uh, Tim Coleman says, Remembrance, superb. Proper dialogue. The sugar conversation. Action, stairs, things explode. Character arcs, Doctor pulling the strings. You scumbag, Mike. McCoy's best, um, McCoy's best, Aldred's best. Best part, definitely. Ace getting kneed in the bollocks by Mr. Bronson. Just great. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, um, I just need to find more. See, I, I don't think it's Aldrich's Best. Aldrich's Best is, is one we've already covered, where she discovers that the babies are a mother and all that stuff. That's horrible. That's really oh, well Fenric. Goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah Fenric. I, think that's that's all, I think that's Aldrich's Best. Mm-hmm. Okay, Placently. hang on. Hang on. We may going... have another Ald- Aldrich-centred one coming up soon, as a little <gasps> spoiler. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. Um, Nick Burton says, Remembrance, Sublime Who, complete with an explosion that rivaled the IRA, <laughs> tempered with wobbling Daleks. <laughs> Oh yeah, yes, but these people, the the, the correspondents seem to be saying they quite like it. Yeah, hmm. Yeah, they are because Andrew says Remembrance is my favourite McCoy, favourite Dalek, and possibly favourite original Who episode. I wore the VHS out. Good lord! And Ben, Tom, ben Thomas says Remembrance the Daleks. I can't see Michael Sheard, the headmaster, without fondly remembering him at a Doctor Who convention in two thousand and three. He was bopping energetically away on the dance floor at the evening disco with three young lady fans, and evidently living his best life. Oh, bless him! That's a great story. And that is brilliant. it for the correspondence on Remembrance of the Daleks. That's a lot wow. of fun. Well, that, that's our Dalek trilogy complete. Yeah. Mm. Very much three colours red, three colours white, and three colours blue. Brown. I don't know which one was which. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, we'll hopefully be back again soon. We might have yeah. some um, surprises coming up for you f- towards Christmas mm-hmm. with maybe some special guests joining us <gasps> on our journeys. Mm-hmm. Which we will confirm. The surprise is we're just going to talk about Heidi High. So, um, yeah. Look, 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 I hope. I hope Look forward to that. We're going to oh, do. Spike. <laughs> uh, we're going to do all the John Hurt episodes. Um, um, well, thank you very much for listening, and we'll be back soon, as I said before a minute ago. Uh, until then, keep wheezing and groaning, and we'll speak to you soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye.
If you're a fan of all things geeky, you're going to love Con Sessions, a brand new podcast by comedian Matt Hunton and myself, Beck Hill, where we interview your favourite cult heroes at Comic-Cons all across the world. We've got stars from Star Wars, Harry Potter, The Walking Dead and more. Make sure you tune in soon to Con Sessions. Great Big Owl.